Now, hybrid and remote work have amplified the impact of distributed and complex IT environments. Running workloads and applications across both cloud and on-premises infrastructure presents multiple challenges when viewed against the backdrop of evolving priorities driven by local market regulations, maturity, as well as an IT team that must ensure business continuity without straining available resources. Right? Now, IDC says as more and more mission-critical workloads move to connected cloud architectures that span public, private, hybrid, and multi-cloud environments, enterprises need to invest in the tools that will help them ensure consistent policies and performance across all platforms and end users. Uh, achieving these will be no easy undertaking as heads of IT face recurring issues, including budgets, time constraints, and barriers to implementing observability as a strategy to keep pace with hybrid IT realities. Now, in today's podcast for Future CIO, we are very pleased to have with us Mr. Sudhakar Ramakrishna, President and CEO of SolarWinds, to, to enlighten us on how we can better manage these complex IT environments. Sudhakar, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. Great to be here with you. Part of this dialogue is actually based on that new report that SolarWinds let out, this getting IT right, managing hybrid IT complexity. What does the report tell us in a nutshell? Where are we at today? Alan, I'll, I'll abstract it in this way. In a nutshell, the report identified a lot of honesty on the part of IT professionals. By that, what I mean is that they seem, generally speaking, unprepared or underprepared to address the complexity of what it requires to evolve and to change in this hybrid multi-cloud environment that you spoke about. In terms of number of people who are ready to support these, uh, the capabilities, the budgets, and the understanding of the complexity. So anytime there's a lot of honesty and understanding of those dynamics, we are able to help them as vendors. So that's the biggest takeaway, I would say. IT complexity, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, I, I come from an IT background itself. Sometimes I get this feeling that this complex web of IT infrastructure, process, people, and regulation, in a way, IT has something to do with this, that we built it ourselves over the course of the years. We can only point the finger to ourselves. Is that a fair high-level assessment of uh, how things are as far as technology is concerned? I think there's some truth to it, Alan, but the broader context, I would say, is that our demands have continued to grow. So the stress on IT teams has continued to grow. If you think about whereas previously they may have been a single data center, right now there are distributed data centers, there is cloud, the explosion of applications and the preferences of all of us as users. We want to work from anywhere. We want to use any device we want. And so all those have resulted in significant strain and complexity for IT teams. That's number one. The flip side of it also is the budgets that the IT teams have are not commensurate with the complexity and the needs that are being put on them. So consequently, despite their best intentions, it's difficult for them to satisfy all of these disparate and conflict needs. So it's not just an IT team issue, it's I think an industry and ecosystem issue. So if I were interested as a CIO or as a leadership as agreed, we want to simplify the management of IT, well, particularly these days, we're coming into 2023. What do you think will be the barriers that I will face during the course of this uh, trying to simplify uh, the management of technology? The first barrier that I generally notice when I look at, call it heterogeneous environments, like where you have hybrid environments, multi-cloud, etc., is the lack of consistent policies 
that are established across various environments. So if you think about how uh, technology has evolved, on premises, there's a certain set of policies. In the cloud, there is a certain set of policies. How do you access various elements becomes very challenging. And so what that does consequently is not only improve or build on the complexity that they have, but also builds a security infrastructure that is very difficult to protect against. So the first and the foremost thing I would focus on is how do I have a consistent policy across all of these islands of communication or islands of deployment? So that's the most important thing to build, I would say. And there are many elements of it. Identity and access management, as an example, is one technique. A zero trust implementation from a policy standpoint is another technique. But these are all things that must be built and pre-wired for extensibility. You're suggesting these must be rewired to accommodate these new technologies or even policies. Does it involve a disruptive approach? Like we have to redo the entire IT infrastructure or parts of the IT infrastructure in order to be able to accommodate this need to better manage uh, complex environments. I don't necessarily believe that you need to completely do away with what exists. It's much more of an evolution. Uh, Mm. The way I look at most of our concepts, not the implementation, Alan, is a lot of the concepts that we are implementing in the name of innovation have existed for a long time. It's just that they have to catch up with the exploding complexity and the reduction in budgets. And so that's where the intersection of those two is where innovation comes into play. Buy-in is almost always one of the challenges we face, whether it's a digital transformation or improving cybersecurity posture for the company. Almost everything requires the CIO to sell the story right, yes. and get management yes. buy-in, especially once we come down to budget issues. So yes. how does the CIO get leadership buy-in? That's one. And then once I get leadership buy-in, how do I get everybody else to ad- adopt and accept this new way of doing or managing IT, for example? That's a very interesting dilemma, let's call it, that CIOs face. And I happen to have the good fortune of talking to a lot of CIOs in my job. So one piece that I keep re-emphasizing, and I have a role to play as a vendor in this ecosystem, is to help CIOs not look at their environments as a cost of doing business, but as a strategic aspect of furthering the business. Uh, Oftentimes, especially in the world of IT, but then like even evolving to the function of the CIO, they're viewed as a cost of doing business. And CIOs have to assert their position in enterprises to show the CEO, CFO, how their work is actually going to help improve the entire business's future and the entire business's prospects. So create or convert from cost to value creation for the business is the step function improvement and the single biggest step that CIOs can take. Now, once that is done, once that alignment and value addition is demonstrated, then it's a matter of roadmap. Show progress, show the sequencing, and strive to continue to make progress along those deliverables. So one is an execution element, one is a strategic element. 
You mentioned once we execute, right? One of the things that uh, Gartner has mentioned recently is that CFOs today are almost demanding the CIO to justify the investments that they're putting in. And unfortunately, things are not getting easier because there are newer technologies that are being promoted as delivering certain things. So how does the CIO then uh, manage the expectations of both the leadership, operations, and everything else, while at the same time delivering on the promised expectations? Because you just said it. IT needs to evolve from a cost center to something that not only enables business, but maybe even is the one that helps generate the revenues that the business needs. Absolutely. So we use the term business many times. And in this context, the way I would describe it is, especially as it relates to the CIO and the CFO's relationship, we speak about the term ROI, return on investment. The CIO should be able to work with vendors such as ourselves and others who can demonstrate the best time to value of the investments. So one of the concerns that many CFOs have is I make an investment today. How do I know it's going to show any value for me or when will I see any value from this? And because of the implementation cycles of many of the technologies, it may be several months and in some cases a few years before you actually start seeing value. So when you start doing that, the CFO naturally gets skeptical about making these investments. So we use the term sometimes quick wins. I like to call it time to value, meaning the day you make the investment, the day you start procuring, how soon from then can you actually show business value should be a metric that the CIO worries about and should be a metric that the CIO demands from vendors such as ourselves. What do you anticipate will be issues that the CIO needs to work with the CTO and perhaps other members of the leadership to ensure that the technology that they are recommending supports the business? Now, despite a couple of things, one is business uncertainty, the economic environments that we are in, and the other one is technology cycles are changing, right? We don't have the luxury of a technology that doesn't change for the next three, four years. <laughs> Things yes. change rather rapidly these rapidly. days. So I would, I would phrase it. Uh, in the following way. The CIO needs to collaborate with the CTO on three dimensions. I would say innovate to simplify, innovate to reduce complexity and cost, innovate to improve productivity. Those are the three things that the CIO and CTO must collaborate on. It's not about cool technology. It's not about cool features. Yes, those all are important, but to drive those three elements. Finally, Sudhakar, in 30 seconds or less, what does SolarWinds offer as far as everything we've discussed, particularly around simplifying the management of IT? SolarWinds offers the best time to value, best time to detect issues in your environment, and best time to identify and resolve issues in your multi-cloud environments that includes networks, databases, applications, users, and systems. Sudhakar, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you. That was Sudhakar Ramakrishna, President and CEO of SolarEnds, on the topic of managing hybrid IT complexity. You are listening to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.